0: Good morning, Maranatha. Once again, it's time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. We want to thank each and every one of you for joining us today. We're so glad to have you with us. We're so glad to be able to worship God together. Now, I don't know where everyone is some of you I know exactly where you are you've written you've uh, have a return address I know where you are logistically I know where you are uh, in the in the United States here in North America there are those of you hearing this broadcast somewhere anywhere around the world because of the world wide web i don't know where you are uh, logistically i don't know where you are geographically, but if you're a Christian I know where you are spiritually. Amen. You are part of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ today. I'm not talking about an organization, religious organization, Protestant organization. I'm not talking about a particular denomination. Amen. I'm talking about a body of believers, bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh. (laughs) Hallelujah. And if you are a Christian today, we're gathering around the word to worship our God by the way we revere the Word and receive the Word. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, and if you're not a Christian today, please, please stay with us. Let's get in the Word of God. Let's get let let share with us the the exuberance, the enthusiasm that we have for our God today as we worship Him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Our message today uh in the midst of the chaos the crisis the wars and the rumors the 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 coming of the lord at the doors literally uh the tribulation looming uh all of the things that are in place for the end are here. The perilous time is here. It's real important that while focusing on these things and getting ready for the coming of the Lord, that in the meantime, we praise and worship our God like never before. That's why I'm bringing a message about worshiping and being thankful in the midst of all the crisis and the chaos. We mustn't forget to worship Him now more than ever. We we need our focus on His greatness, His grace, His goodness. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're talking about holy incentives for highest praise holy incentives for highest praise and we're going to go back into the old covenant today and read from psalm 103 verses 1 through 5 listen to it together today amen it says bless the lord O my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget, here's the incentive for this high praise that David is getting ready to offer with all of his heart, hallelujah, forget not all his benefits, or any of his benefits, and now we're going to read the benefits right here, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all. All thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good Things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah! If that isn't a a a holy incentive for highest praise, I don't know what we could ask more from God that would bless us so much. Hallelujah! C. H. Spurgeon says of this particular psalm, "There's too much in this psalm for a thousand pens to write." It is one of those all-comprehending scriptures, which is a Bible in itself. And it might alone almost suffice for the hymn book of the church. Praise God. You know why he said that? Because this psalm, calls for God's children to remember to be grateful unto Him and express that gratitude in the highest praise with all that is within us us. It is a composition, therefore, of praise and thanksgiving to the covenant God of Israel, and the blessings that are ours as a result of his covenant. And the first word here, Bless the Lord, bless is the Hebrew word, to kneel by implication to bless God as an act of adoration, to kneel down and praise and thank Him. David was stirring all his innermost self to magnify the Lord, to give thanks with a grateful heart, to bless the blesser, for all of his blessings. And David remembers God's benefits. That word benefits in the Hebrew is treatment, his acts toward David, what he showed David uh, that he w- was, was willing to do and did in his life. This was an incentive To maintaining and expressing a grateful heart, an attitude of gratitude that would cause David to have this incentive to praise him with the highest praise. And the first reason David remembers to be thankful for and the greatest of all God's acts of grace and love is forgiveness. Forgiveness is an act of God's grace to forget forever and not to hold people of faith accountable for sins that they confess. Oh, hallelujah. I want to, I want to thank God today. For his amazing grace with the highest praise that I have. Now if God gave me a brand new mansion somewhere, I would be very grateful and I would thank him for it. But I wouldn't offer my highest praise for no mansion on a hill down here. We're not going to stay here very long anyway. And besides that, what I've got, what I've got waiting for me in heaven is going to be far greater than anything God could give me. And it's permanent and it's eternal. Eternal, Thank God for His amazing grace today. Amen. Forever grateful. I, if God gave me a brand new, uh, beautiful, luxury SUV or automobile, I would be extremely grateful for that. And I would thank the Lord with all of my heart heart. Oh, but I wouldn't bless the Lord with all of my soul and everything that's in me. I would save that high praise for the forgiveness that he's given me. You see, I didn't get what I deserve because of the grace that God has granted me and the forgiveness that I, that was obtained because of that grace. Let let me, I, I jotted down a few things here about justice and grace, and, and mercy, listen, justice cries, they are guilty. And mercy cries, that's true, but I don't want them to be treated as they deserve. Justice cries, sin must be punished, and justice must be served. Mercy says, here, take my innocent, sinless son, punish him in their stead. Justice cries, blood must be shed, pain inflicted, until death satisfies the dead owed. Mercy pleads, take my son, do your worst, torture him, kill him, but set them free. Justice announced, it is done, the debt is paid. Mercy proclaims, it is finished. Come and drink of the river of life freely. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad today that you are saved if you're a Christian and your sins are forgiven and forgotten all because of God's amazing grace. David had sinned Sin, he, he, he had high sins. I'm gonna tell you right now. When I, when you read his story of the sins that he committed, I'm not talking about just the sexual sin. I'm talking about murder. I'm talking about what he did to cover his sin and how God's mercy was still made available. This, listen, this was in the old covenant. All of this, and we have a new covenant established on better promises, for the blood of Jesus speaks of better things than the blood of bulls and goats. The forgiveness we have is on a, is on a greater level than the forgiveness that David obtained. But it was forgiveness. Hallelujah. And it's an act of grace. Praise God because of His mercy everyone without exception needs forgiveness can you agree with me about that the bible said we've all sinned and come short of the glory of god there's n- there's n- there's not one righteous no not one why would the holy spirit as the, as as the bible was being written reiterate uh, uh, that particular truth because someone thinks they are good enough to go to heaven and no one is no one is if anyone could be if there was another way jesus said let this cup pass from me nevertheless not my will but thine be done there was no other way than christ going to the cross to obtain our forgiveness and and God grants that forgiveness and that pardon to us. Amen. He sees the blood of His Son and, he, and that, that, that judgment, that justice that should be rendered passes over us. Everyone needs forgiveness. Everyone can obtain forgiveness because of what Jesus has done on the cross. Carl Menninger, the famous psychiatrist said, If he could convince the patients in his psychiatric hospitals that their sins are forgiven, 75% of them could walk out the next day. Someone has said man needs to be loved the most when he deserves it the least. Only God can fulfill this incredible need. Listen to David's words of gratitude as he continues to thank God for his mercy and his forgiveness, beginning with verse 8 through 11 of Psalm 103 and verse 12. Let's read it all. The Lord is merciful, gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. But he hath not dwelt with us after our sins, or rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Listen. A little, little easy formula here that, that kind of separates grace and mercy and defines them very simply. Grace means that we do not get, grace means, I'm sorry, that we do get what we don't deserve. Mercy means, and thank God, we don't get what we do deserve. Sin is removed, dear friend, by the miracle of God's love and Christ's atonement. His mercy is the cause and extent of forgiveness and is described by the largest measure that earth can render. Hallelujah. Hebrews ten seventeen said, And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Forgiveness, dear friend is therefore man's deepest need and God's highest achievement. I like what Stephen Orford said, and I'm going to quote him. He said, In the blood of Jesus, we find both the provision of and condition for the remedy for our guilt. To know this remedy in all its fullness, we must be prepared to be open with God and trust His Son, Jesus Christ, for complete cleansing, Only then can we sing. None other Lamb, none other Name, none other Hope in heaven or earth or sea. No, none other Aidy, hiding place from guilt and shame. None beside Thee. Hallelujah. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And what can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. But thank God, the blood of Jesus can and does and did when I received Him as my Savior. Hallelujah. Praise God. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath the flood lose all their guilty stains. Let's praise God today in the midst of the chaos and the crisis. We know Jesus is coming soon, but until he comes, let's continue to show him gratitude for the unspeakable gift and the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ today. Not only does he forgive all of our iniquities, he heals all our diseases David remembers God's healing covenant. It's in Exodus 15 in verse 26. And listen, and said, If thou diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on thee, which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Jehovah Rapha, however you pronounce it, is God our physician, God our healer. The scriptures are very clear. They list healing as a privileged promise to God's covenant people. By the way, this is old covenant and we have what? Something that loses something or something that gains something. Hallelujah. Through the blood of Jesus, we have all of this and more. Hallelujah. The scriptures are very clear. They list healing as the privileged promise to God's people exodus 23:25 and you shall serve the Lord your God and and shall bless he shall bless thy bread and thy water and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee glory be to God amen I will take sickness away from the midst of thee look at Isaiah 53 4 and 5. It says, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. In the New Testament, it looks back on this promise and says, with his stripes we were healed. They, this was talking about the accomplishment of Christ on the cross and, and that work, that work accomplished is what is referenced in the new covenant. Hallelujah. We are healed looking forward to what Jesus did for us on the cross. We were healed when He cried, it is finished. The Bible says surely He bore our griefs carried our sorrows (laughs) that word griefs is the word diseases and sicknesses and that word sorrows is pain (laughs) and 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 this is is carried forward in the new testament listen to it listen to matthew's interpretation saint matthew in your new covenant new testament When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. He cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Esaias, or Isaiah, we just read it, the prophet, saying himself, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Surely he bore our griefs, carried our sorrows." Listen. There's a lot of good commentaries out there. The great. The greatest interpretation of this scripture is coming from the man who walked with him in the New Testament, St. Matthew. And he, he, hallelujah, if there ever was an argument for divine healing, this is it. I am so grateful to not just have an experience of healing in my life and many times over, dying of cancer as a child, having a stroke, and and oh, just on and on. Oh, dear friend. But to be able to biblically substantiate that is not just an isolated incident. It is a covenant promise to the children of God. Hallelujah. Listen, God still heals today. And listen to number three. He redeems thy life from destruction. David remembers God's redemptive love and his deliverance. No word in the Christian vocabulary deserves to be held more precious than redemption. For even more than Savior, it reminds the child of God that His salvation, Her salvation, our salvation, has been purchased at a great and personal cost. For the Lord hath given Himself for our sins in order to deliver us from them. Amen. This word redeem means to ransom, to pay a price, to see someone set free. The sacrificed Savior is the only source of redemption. Consequently, the Lord now has many people who have been redeemed, and these compromise and make up, comprise rather, and make up the church The church of the Lord Jesus Christ today. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad to be redeemed? I love to sing that, don't you? I'm redeemed by love divine. Glory, glory. Christ is mine. All to Him I now resign. I have been, I have been redeemed. Amen. And the scripture is very clear. We were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold after the tradition of your fathers, but with the precious blood of a lamb without spot and without blemish. Hallelujah. What an incentive. What a holy incentive for the highest praise. Oh, bless the Lord and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. He redeems thy life from destruction. And not only that, dear friend, David said it's not over yet. He crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. David was thankful for God's character and nature of love and mercy. Listen to Psalm 63 and verse 3. It says, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee. While I live, I will lift up my hands in thy name. Glory be to God. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Psalm 37, I believe it is. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore, the sons of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wing. It's because of what we find out about his, his love and his mercy that word loving kindness is hasid in the, in the Hebrew. And it is a powerful word expressing God's love and mercy blended together. Glory to God. That love of God. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. Hasid, I'm going to bless him for his loving kindness. Amen. And David's not even through with incentives. He said, who satisfies my mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. David was thankful for God's goodness. You know David went on to say I think Psalm 27:13 somewhere around there. I'm not looking at my Bible right now. I'm kind of watching the time. Oh, what a what a time that we're living in. What a day that we're living in. Let's remember to not be so distracted by the chaos and crisis that we forget to keep offering the highest praise we have unto God. Amen. Not just because He demands it of us, He expects it of us, but because He deserves it from us. Hallelujah. With all of these blessings, how can we not praise Him. Hallelujah. Amen. The trees of the field shall clap their hands. Amen. God's creation will pray if we hold our peace. Amen. Jesus said, because all the children were praising Him and people were praising Him and and the disciples are saying, oh man, all of this noise, this noise, this this noise is going to bother the master. And he said, if these should hold their peace, God is even able to cause the rocks to cry out praise unto himself and unto me. A friend of mine, I'm going to tell you, he's not going to have to have a tree clap its hands or a rock cry out as long as I'm alive and have breath. down here, I he's going to hear his he's going to hear praise coming from this fella right here. How about you today? How how long has, has he heard your highest praise? I'm talking about all that's in you. I'm not talking about what's left after the news. I'm not talking about what's left after after the talk show. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, amen, reflecting on what God has done for you what he's doing for you and in you right now and what he's getting ready to do when Jesus comes for all of us who have been washed in the blood of the lamb amen David said I had fainted I had been crushed by the pressures and problems circumstances of life unless I believed to see the goodness of God In the land of the living, not when we all get home, not in the sweet by and by, but in the nasty here and now, let's give our highest praise unto God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and what's left at the end of the day. No, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Glory be to God. Listen, David was so thankful for God's goodness. Nahum chapter 1 and verse 7 is one of my many favorite scriptures. And it said, the Lord is good. (laughs) The Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. Amen. And he knows them that are His, the Lord is good, a str- a stronghold in the day of trouble. Friend of mine, we're in a day of trouble, <laughs> Amen. But we have a stronghold. The name of the Lord is a high tower. The righteous runneth into it and are safe. <laughs> Hallelujah, Amen. One translation said, high high above and far above Satan's intentions to do evil to us. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is good. He's a stronghold in the day of trouble. The name of the Lord, from the rising of the sun to the going down, the name of the Lord shall be praised i'll tell you to me running to the high tower amen is is trusting god and trusting him to the point that no matter what is going on we offer our praise to him (laughs) we offer our highest praise unto him today have you forgot have i forgot have we forgot I'm not talking about saying a little blessing over the food. I'm talking about our highest praise. I'm talking about worshiping God. (laughs) Amen. With, like David worshiped him when he danced before him. Praise him in the dance, the scripture said. And David Took off his outer garment, his royal robes, forgot about protocol and prestige and pride. <laughs> when the ark came back and the covenant was, 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 was in place in Israel because of the ark of the covenant, <laughs> David danced before the Lord, just like he's talking about high, high praise here. He danced with all his might bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name don't forget don't forget all of his blessings today don't forget what jesus has done for us at the cross at the cross where i first saw the light hallelujah don't forget the shed blood of jesus that paid our sin debt in full, we were ransomed, we were redeemed, hallelujah, and let therefore the redeemed say so, not just make a proclamation or a declaration of redemption, but to worship God as those who are redeemed, to show that gratitude and let the world see Amen. That we are redeemed. Because they, they'll want to know what, well, where's this joy coming from? Where's this enthusiasm? Where's this adoration? What has happened to cause you to worship your God like that? And we can tell them Jesus has happened. Hallelujah. Amen. Redemption has happened. Salvation has happened. And it's not over yet. It's still occurring. It is going, it's an ongoing all- going event because Jesus is coming soon for his people let him find us worshiping him with all that is within us praise God today if you don't know Christ is your savior if you don't know him there's no antidote for the poison of sin that is in your soul and in your life no antidote for the guilt That you can't drink it away. You can't take enough drugs to kill it. The shame. The fear. The uncertainty. What's going to happen when I draw my last breath? Where will I go? Where will I spend eternity? All of those supreme issues of our life are addressed. When Jesus died on the cross. And we can receive His forgiveness, God's pardon, His mercy and grace. For God hath provided a lamb, and the lamb is Jesus. And the blood of the innocent was shed for the guilty so that we could be forgiven we could be redeemed. I pray that you will not keep looking to this fallen world and that you will turn from your sin, repent of it, and you will come to Christ today. Don't let His suffering be in vain concerning you. Don't let those six agonizing agonizing hours on the cross be in vain for you, receive the benefit of His love and mercy, receive forgiveness, receive pardon, be part of the redeemed, (laughs) and be ready when He comes or when you are called away. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen.